Welcome back, everyone, to Season 3 of the Kelly Mental Health Podcast, where we discuss a variety of topics surrounding mental health. In this season, we will be joined by incredible guests from all around the world and pillars of our community to discuss real topics and situations they have faced and how they dealt with it. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy. All right, everyone, welcome back to season three. Today, we are chatting with the lovely Linda Kelly. and We're just catching up. You know, it's we're back. We're back and things are good and everyone's feeling good. Maybe. I don't know. And we'll find out. So, Linda, <laughs> how are you? How is your holidays? Uh, oh, wow. That's such a load. <laughs> were they you know- quiet like you wanted? They were. Good. Yes, they were. They were very quiet. Um, um, yeah, well, normally we would have to choose between, you know, two, three, four different gatherings. And this year, uh, with the lockdown impending, my family decided just to err on the side of caution and not mm-hmm. do a get together, which I was very thankful for. Um, and of course, any other parties we normally would have gone to were canceled. So yeah, we had a very quiet, quiet uh, Christmas. Um Christmas can be very difficult, I think, also for people that are in a similar situation as me where, you know, you have a child uh, from a previous relationship. And so you've got an additional family that, mm-hmm. you know, wants to have their time with him, but they're around him all the time. So it's not as if, you know, a, a sort of a, a lockdown situation or a, you know, social distancing situation would make much difference in that mm-hmm. case because he's there every week. So there's that to consider. But I think the probably crappiest part of the holiday for me tends to be Christmas morning because I've, I haven't had him on Christmas morning in many years. Okay. Gotcha. I had no yes. idea. We just kind of sit around and, you know, drink our coffee and kind of wait for him to come home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Co- co-parenting. I, I mean, I guess for myself, I really don't, I don't think about that. Like like one of my close friends, um, she shares uh, her son as well. So they have, you know, different family uh, gatherings. And this year she felt that it was kind of hard, right? Just because of the pandemic, but they still did it and safely, obviously. So he got Mm. to see, you know, his grandparents and stuff. And so my mind doesn't really go to that. So I I really do kind of uh, feel bad that don't think about like like the difficulty of co-parenting during, especially a pandemic and then the holidays that must be really busy. It's yeah, it becomes very busy and, and kind of hard on the kids as well, because they have to, you know, it's like for us, maybe we only need to get ourselves, you know, jazzed up and dressed mm-hmm. up <laughs> for maybe one or two things. But these kids, they a lot of times end up doing these back to back to back days mm-hmm. because everybody in the family wants to see them. Yeah, which is lovely. But you know, it's it's hard on them. So you know, I, I am definitely fortunate in that. Um, that side of the family is so quite close with us and with him. And, you know, it's not as if uh, it's not a, an obligation thing. Mm-hmm. He really quite enjoys going to see them. So well, it makes it a little yeah. easier, obviously. <laughs> yeah. What about yourself? How, how were your holidays? Oh, my holidays were good. <laughs> they were, they were quiet too. Um, I was really excited. Um, I got to cook uh, Christmas dinner this year. So I went to my aunt's house and uh, I spent most of my time with her, actually. We had an awesome holiday. My brother and his wife did come. They both been off work for a while. So it was uh, it was good. We safely had a nice dinner. The turkey tried to kill us the day before. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so for the last few years my aunt like she takes pride in buying the turkeys and so but for the last few years she likes doing like the fresh ones so she bought the turkey and it was good until December 29th which was my birthday and so she was like it's meant to be it's our turkey and so 
uh, Christmas Eve, I always go to her house. Um, we're Ukrainian, so we always do like a meatless, you know, uh, Christmas Eve dinner, her and I. And we used to do it with my bubba, but fortunately we lost her. So we did it, you know, this year. It was quiet. And, um, you know, she wanted to show me like how to, you know, start doing some small things for prep and uh, for the turkey. And so I opened up the fridge and I was like, what is that smell? Like it smelt like death like it was like rotten <laughs> eggs and I'm like what the hell are you making I don't want any of this like my stomach flipped and turned I'm like I'm done with dinner and she's no. and we couldn't figure it out and finally she's like well we'll figure it out after like pull out the turkey Linda I went to pull the turkey out and it was like stuck to the, the, like the um like the shelf and I'm like what the hell's happening and I looked and it was like oozing out and I'm like what the hell so I opened so we got it into the sink and I got it out of the fridge got into the sink and we opened it and um we ended up calling I mean I used google right away so I knew and I always joke around and I'm like oh I'm gonna get salmonella sure enough we called one of her friends who um has done turkeys for years and she's been like basically a cook and so they always go back and forth with the recipes so we call her and she's like yeah that turkey is filled with salmonella you need to get that out of the house and disinfect everything <laughs> so uh. and my aunt was just kind of like she had like a stuffy nose and so she didn't really smell anything and like it wasn't for me I was like oh my god we all could have died yesterday and like I, like, like, <laughs> I, like I think about like you know right now because it's the pandemic and so a lot of the symptoms of, you know, uh, food poisoning is very similar, right? So it's like, oh, my God, our whole family would have had to go to the Emerge. We would have had to get, we would have probably all got COVID testing for like the millionth time. You know what I mean? So I was just like, oh, gosh. So we ended up having chicken. Everything else turned out great. I'd made um, my mom and my bubba and my uh, aunt, um, they all have like the recipes um, from way back in the day. And so it was really cool. So I got to make everything. Um, I learned so much and I had such an incredible Christmas and I'm so grateful that we ha all had our health and we, we did. We had a really nice time. Um, wow. Yeah. It, other than the turkey trying to kill us, um, it was good. We even <laughs> drove around. We saw like Christmas lights. We had like the map that like um, I think it was one of the radio stations they posted. And so we drove around the city and we looked at like Christmas lights and it was it was incredible. I'm so grateful that we had a wonderful Christmas. So, oh, that's really great. Mm -hmm. wow. Yeah, it was well needed time off. My eyes needed a break. I live in front of computer yeah. screens. <laughs> I even turned yeah. off my notifications um, on my cell phone. And so I really wasn't interacting that much um, mm -hmm. during the holidays, which I, I felt I was so happy for. Like, I just was really in the moment. And I haven't done that in, I don't think I've ever really done that. You know, it's like everyone is just so so glued to social media and stuff and so it was really nice um don't get me wrong I took a million pictures of the food that I made like I'm not gonna lie <laughs> but uh yeah it was good I'm very happy and I'm so happy to be back to work though um my lent I missed work um so I like structure and I like organizing and I like that kind of stuff so I I kind of have a system when I get up and I was still getting up very early you know every morning but it's just so good to be back to work and, and chatting and seeing everyone's comments on social media and seeing our followers like we went up um, a bunch our foundation we gained like over 200 followers over the holidays um, which is so incredible and so I'm very grateful it was it was really cool to see so yeah yeah wow that's awesome yeah so things are good you know things are good still living in the in the pandemic life 
Yeah. So I, I realized I should have taken more of a break because I know when some of our, our lovely co-workers came back to work, they're like, "Whoa, let's hit the ground running. And I'm like, oh my gosh, don't talk to me. <laughs> You're not ready for it. <laughs> You're way too happy here. You got time off. You were at camp. You know who I'm talking about. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. I know. It was so She's just like, oh, Linda's in a bad mood. I'm like, no, I just didn't get any sleep. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And you know what? I get, like the first day. So the Monday that we got, like that I got back to work. And so, yeah. and same with like our, a couple of our admin um, staff and managers so they get everyone kind of got back to work that day and nothing was working you guys like it was the funniest thing like our design program was down for the morning our um, communication system was down for the morning well into the afternoon like and our manager Amanda called me and she's like can we just cancel today and like start tomorrow I'm like honestly like I'm ready to like it was like the worst Monday it was and that's why I posted like today is like the Mondayest of Mondays like you know um, yes. and I feel like a lot of people really felt that like coming back to work after the holidays. Um, I think too, it's difficult for me this year cause I'm really not going technically back to work. I'm just going into my office. <laughs> right. Um, I didn't, I stepped foot into my office. I clean, like obviously cleaned my house during the holidays. And so like, I like swept and washed the floor. I, I went into my office like twice throughout the entire holidays like I stayed out of that because I'm like I just can't because I know myself I'll sit down and start I'll turn on the computer and I'll go on to my design program and start you know mm. um so yeah it was really weird coming coming back like you know it, it, and it's still into a pandemic and you know into a lockdown um I keep yeah. forgetting that we're in a lockdown because nothing really has changed that much for me um, mm -hmm. so I was kind of wondering how you, how you were feeling, like, cause obviously we, the lockdown started on December 26th. Um, so how have you been feeling with this lockdown? Right. Well, you know, um, the, the lovely Mickey Hughes had me on her podcast the other day. So that should mm -hmm. premiere, premiere in the next couple of weeks. And she asked me the same thing. And I said, to be honest, I think maybe I just, I am a person that recharges when I'm on my own mm -hmm. and because I, I mean, nine to five or nine to seven, however late we're open, I am pretty much interacting with our people at least all day or my clients. And I love hearing them. But then when, you know, when it's not work time or whatnot, I just, I love just doing my own thing and mm -hmm. being in my own head. And uh, so I don't, I don't, I don't know, like even social, socially, I've gone through a ton of changes over the past few years, particularly since starting KMH. Like there's a lot of friends I used to have. They don't come around anymore. Mm -hmm. um, my social life is definitely taking a beating. So do I you know, really, what has changed? Very, very little for me. And yeah. I'm very fortunate. I want to just say very fortunate to be able to make it through this without, you know, missing too much out on socializing or go to the gym or the fact that, um, you know, certain parts of each day, I can stay home with my son and help him with school because I've been more involved with his school than ever before, which is very cool. Yeah. We all know I have some problems with how school is done now. <laughs> I think yeah. every parent, I've been seeing all this stuff on uh, on social media with that and, and the online learning and kids are back to that this week. And so a lot of parents I've seen, you know, sharing, I know that they're making light heart of the situation and they're posting mm -hmm. some funny memes and stuff, but I couldn't imagine, like, I, I got to give you guys all props. Um, I think 
it's just, I couldn't, I really, I couldn't imagine, you know, trying to work and then have, you know, your, your son or daughter run in the room and asking for things. And I was talking to our manager who's working from home this week. Mm -hmm. And that was it. We were talking about um, a project that's coming up. And next thing you know, her son had to get find stuff around the house. And so it was just busy. And I, yeah, I just, I give you guys props. Like you guys are heroes because I don't think I could do it. Like my cat comes at me and starts meowing because he wants attention. And I'm like, go away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Well, you um, know, it's kind of a, it's it's like a strength and a courage that none of us ever wanted to have to have. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) But I think the most surprising thing for me and for a lot of parents is we're having sort of flashbacks. We're listening to some of these teachers and the way that they're teaching things. And, you know, again, props to teachers that are going through such a huge transition. But holy cow, a lot needs to evolve. And there's something about the way sometimes that kids are treated that really rubs me the wrong way as a mental health provider. Mm hmm. You know, I, I see sometimes, and I'm not saying, I'm not singling out specific teachers. Like I'm, I'm even thinking about, I, I was out with, uh, my, my son had some extracurriculars before um, COVID hit and I mm-hmm. went out on some trips with them and the way they spoke to the kids was just so entirely disrespectful. It was, you know, it was kind of like they wait for the kid to m- make a mistake and then they go, do you know what you did? Like in a very patronizing very I'm talking down to you kind of voice and I'm Mm -hmm. thinking wait a minute have you never watched Super Nanny like (laughs) you you need to lay out the ground rules first otherwise how are they supposed to know and then you're humiliating them on top of it and Mm -hmm. I am seeing this unfortunately I'm seeing this a lot with some of the stuff that's going on in some classrooms and it bothers Mm -hmm. me because this is not you know conducive to creating future adults Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't imagine watching that. That would be, it's hard too, because it puts you in it, like in, in an awkward predicament too. Right. So it's like, are, do you say something like, like, have you like reached out in any situation? I'm not saying that obviously mm-hmm. I'm not singling out, you know, your son and his teacher right now. I'm just mm-hmm. saying in any of those situations, have you felt the need to, well, not, I guess you felt the need obviously, but have you actually reached out and kind of said something? I, I have, um, in, in many situations I've encountered, I'd say in the past two years, I've felt the need to say something, but I feel mm-hmm. like it's not my place. Gotcha. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of, I'm sure a lot of parents feel the exact same way. Yeah. Cause that's, it's hard, right? Cause I mean, that's their profession. And so, and especially I think in, and I'm not trying to overstep, but I think in your profession too, right? Like you, you, you have, you know, a lot of schooling behind yourself. And so for you to kind of, specifically step out and kind of say something that might kind of bash like you guys might kind of bash heads and might come across as like more of a negative feedback it could be than anything right it could be but that's the thing though I mean again I'm fortunate in my profession it's even different from being a medical doctor I -hmm. can spend that hour with that person I can Mm -hmm. see everything so so you know beautiful about this person that things that they should be proud of and and help build them up teachers Mm -hmm. don't have that luxury Mm -hmm. you know they've got to try to get a class of 20 30 kids to you know sit and pay attention and and basically teach them a curriculum that the teachers didn't come up with themselves so it's like Mm -hmm. there's a lot of pressure so I get it I get both sides of it I just feel like I wish mental health had more of a place 
and more, yes. you know, I wish that the education system was really much more conducive to, uh, you know, promoting the individualization of the self and mm -hmm. that kind of thing. But it's really, yeah. it's challenging because it's not built that way. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, it's, well, I guess it's what it comes down to, to a lot of things, right? Like, I mean, people, even in the animal welfare world, um, you know, the bylaws in Thunder Bay, like those aren't something like that a lot of people are trying to work on them right now. So right. there's things that we wish, like a lot of us, you know, wish that could be different. And unfortunately it's, it's not there yet, but yeah. maybe, you know, 2021 will be a new year. <laughs> I don't know. We're, I don't know. We're on day seven so far. I'm not overly enthused, but you know. Ugh, I know. Sometimes I know. you need a, a, like some aftershocks or what's the dying spasms of something? You know, what is that called? Oh, it's like when you put a boundary on a narcissist and they, what is that called? It's, uh, it's kind of like aftershocks. It's, it's yeah. like, you know, it's going to get way worse and then it'll die off. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. It could be that. Let's, let's think more positive though, Linda. Oh, sorry. I'm cynical. <laughs> I was, I, I actually called it, um, I was talking to, to my aunt and, and like the other day and she was discussing, you know, we, we were both talking about like the aftershock of the holidays. Mm. And so it kind of comes down to like the financial regret and that kind of stuff, right? Like you see the credit card bill, it comes in and you're like, Oh, I spent a little bit too much. And so and then you look at your bank account and it's like, oh gosh, like, and so it's like the worry of that. And then it's like, I always, I, I don't know, for me, I've always kind of had that um, after Christmas and I'm just kind of like, I start kind of getting more anxiety and um, kind of worry. So I always have called it like the aftershock of the holidays. Um, so have you ever heard of anyone going through that or like kind of like feeling like, I guess, kind of down maybe after the holidays, because the holidays are like such a high almost like, yes, I was talking to someone just yesterday about this about, you know, they started feeling really overwhelmed with, uh, well, they didn't even know why they just started experiencing mm -hmm. some really strong emotions. And they didn't know what to do with them. They didn't know where they were coming from. And you know, the more we kind of talk about it, there's this right all that energy and all that stress, but it keeps you moving, mm -hmm. moving, moving. And then the holidays are kind of over and you're just left mm -hmm. sort of picking up the pieces. Mm -hmm. And for some people this year in particular has been really hard because it's not just the idea that, okay, we don't get to have dinner with family, but for some people, this might be the last time you see that family member alive. Yeah. You know, there, yeah. It might be the last and you don't, there's this fear of having regret. And then there's also a lot of anger for people that have actually, a lot of the guidelines and uh, you know people passed anyway and mm -hmm. so they ended up passing with the last few months of their lives just on their own and how sad is that mm -hmm. so, and not to bring everything back to death but that's a big one no absolutely finances, too. finances is the same thing it's like okay you really want to make sure you feel good about what you gave but then there's no feeling of like payoff it's yeah. just almost left with the debt yeah I think it, it in how you kind of kind of tied it into to death and I don't think that's a bad thing at all because even for myself I think when I think about the aftershock of the holidays again that's my term so don't judge me on it but when I think about the aftershock of the holidays I I, I actually do think it brings me back to 
um, after my mom passed away because it's, you know, you're go like, it's just so busy, right? Like you're just nonstop. And then, you know, people are sending you messages. So, you know, after like they pass and then after about two weeks, it becomes a silence and then everything kind of hits. And mm-hmm. I, th- I really do feel that it's comparable because it's like a new kind of, okay, like you're starting fresh. It's a new kind of year and it's a new situation. And so you kind of have to reevaluate everything. Like that's kind of what I do now every, um, after every new year's is I have my own little traditions, but I just sit back and, um, I used to be the person, you know, in January that was like, okay, new year, new me. <laughs> and I've stopped because <laughs> it's so much, it's so much pressure. You know, we posted the, an article through, um, the Kelly mental health foundation and it was talking about new year's resolutions the other day. And I really wanted to, it wasn't about promoting them in a sense for me. It was like, I really wanted to get this message out because people get, they put so much pressure on themselves in January. And I didn't know Mm -hmm. this, that January apparently is the most stressful month of the year. And I didn't know that Hmm. it said that on, I mean, well, I could be wrong. So (laughs) bear with me. (laughs) I think a lot of months are stressful. Um, But I, I, yeah. So I, I read an article the other day and it was saying, saying about how it's, it's very stressful on yourself and your body because a lot of people are have all these New Year's resolutions um, and they're putting so much pressure on themselves. Yes, actually, just to just to kind of jump in on that, yeah. I, I did work um, professionally with some personal trainers a few years back, and okay. they described January as some of the most stressful times, not because they have obviously there's usually so many people coming banging down the door trying to lose the Christmas weight, mm-hmm. but because a lot of people will come and do that, but have such unfair expectations of mm-hmm. the trainers and of themselves. And then it, it just kind of, it's painful for them to watch the clients kind of drop off or be discouraged when they can't go zero to a hundred right away. And mm-hmm. that's really tough on a lot of people. I could, yeah. I, I, and that's, I was one of those people um, before I was like the one that was getting the gym membership and I was changing, you know, I was new diets and this and that back in the day. And, um, I, I knew that this year was obviously going to be different and I, I've learned obviously a lot working for Kelly mental health. And so this article really stood out to me though, cause it was more about instead of setting all these goals for yourself, focus on um, self-improvement. And so I thought it was really different to look at it like that. And so it kind of dove into, you know, I will take, instead of, I, I want to lose 30 pounds, you know, this month, it's like, I will, you know, I will be kind to myself and practice self-compassion. I will take action on my mental health. I will become more aware of my feelings. And it's not just not, you're not doing all of this in a month's time span. You're doing this for the whole year, right? So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, one month, uh, maybe in February, you're going to start focusing on healthy boundaries. Um, you know, you can, obviously there was a part that was talking about, you know, exercising and being healthy, but it's more or less going outside and getting that fresh air and, you know, moving, like actually moving your body and stuff and, you know, changing, trying to change uh, the way you're thinking. So a little bit less of, um, you know, thinking negatively and more positively, um, you know, and so I thought it was really cool. So if anyone has a chance, please go read the article and, I think it's so different to, to really look at um, New Year's resolutions in this way. Um, I think it's a lot less pressure. So I loved it. I'm super impressed with the article. We got lots of, um, I saw a lot of people liking and sharing. So that made me happy. So obviously it resonated with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I just think it's really important just to kind of change our, change our way of thinking. And for a healthy way, it's not, 
I know that obviously, you know, we share a lot of, you know, a lot of content and it is positive, but I don't want it to anyone to get confused. You know, I'm not stressing and not trying to push, you know, toxic positivity and everyone has to be positive, feel your emotions. But I think that this is a really cool article to kind of change the way we think, especially in a pandemic, you know, things have changed so much in the last year. I don't think... We never, we, I remember when we still did the first episode in, uh, in the, the remote <laughs> office. Yeah. I, I, like, I still remember the first episode and us, you know, talking about a few things and I really didn't expect us to be here almost a year later. No, no, that was, yeah. And time really does continue to, it marches on, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. It literally, it marches on to what March that's when it happened. <laughs> yeah I guess yeah it's crazy to think that Hmm. we were there a year ago sitting there thinking and I'm I remember you know us going through and saying that we don't know what's going to happen and like and we we really still don't like I think they're changing look what happened yesterday in the United States um awful times and it's just I think that you know we've realized a lot of things though through the pandemic I'm so happy to see you know, a lot of people that even message us and I'm sure even um, we've talked about like clients talking about, you know, coming together more with their families and, and fixing and I guess focusing on their relationships rather than like materialistic things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm really grateful to, to kind of be one of those people. Like I, I've, I really cherish my relationships. This pandemic has taught me a lot. I'm not saying it's a great thing. So please don't take it that way. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, so do so. What do you think about that? Like, do you think that, like, have your relationships in your life improved? And I guess how how have they improved with the pandemic? I think the relationships that I prioritized, mm-hmm. um, they they either maintained or they got better. And there were a lot of people that are sort of on the fringes that pretty much got forgotten or, or dropped or just simply, Hey, you know what? You're not a priority. And that sounds really awful, but with the amount of stuff that falls on each of our plates, we, our time is precious. And so actually one thing I was going to say, like, you know, you reflect on the past year at the end of the year, I always Mm -hmm. do this. And I finally sat down and I cleared all the pictures off my phone because my phone's been full for months. (laughs) Oh, wow. And I'm looking at my videos and I'm just thinking, okay, first of all, I'm a dingbat because the one of the longest videos that I took apart from someone's wedding ceremony was my dog dragging his butt on the concrete outside. <laughs> 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 but, but, you know, I'm, little things. I, it, well, that was it, right? It was. I think it was um, April. It was a beautiful spring. Um, there's a pandemic. We're all kind of stuck at home, and I was so tickled by this. <laughs> my dog is so funny. He looks like a turkey when he does it. Oh my gosh, that's so funny! I got to see that video. It's just okay. So I made it into part of a montage. <laughs> you would Linda Linda likes to edit things and do things on her own time and it's hilarious like she's actually really good at like editing videos (laughs) and she has like a joy of this and so it's really entertaining so I have you guys checked out speaking moistly because her and her son did a great video if you guys follow Linda Kelly on Facebook please check out this video I still 
have it in my head after a year. I'm not kidding. It's the funniest thing ever. Yeah, that it's is catchy, man. So catchy. Speaking moistly. I can, if I start yeah. singing it loud, I will hear my son from downstairs speaking moistly. <laughs> it's so funny. It was so perfect. It was like, it came at like the perfect time because yeah. things were like so negative, right? And yeah. so it was just like, ugh, it made everyone smile. So seriously. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, and that's the thing about like reflecting on this past year, mm-hmm. there's so much that was outside of our control. There were, you know, people that in school programs and people wanting to get pregnant and, and people, you know, going through even like cancer treatments and, and that all got put on hold. Oh, yeah. and, oh gosh, there was just so much going on that I noticed. And I think you saw this too, with the way people responded to our social media, it was mm-hmm. the things, it was the little things. It was the, let's laugh about this dog that looks like an uncooked turkey or, you know? Yeah. And it was, there was the sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. And it's then, still happening. Yeah. Like we used to, we, and I still do, obviously. I mean, we put, I still like with everything I do, I put a, like, I do, I put my heart and soul into it. And I really want to get as much information out to people as possible. Um, even for myself, like I couldn't afford counseling back, you know, back in the day. And it was, it was really costly. I didn't have benefits and all that. So I used to always turn to Kelly mental health, um, you know, whether it was, the magazines or the Facebook content or the Instagram content, the website, whatever the case may be to as a support. And I love that about Kelly mental health. So when I came on board, I still kept that going and we were posting, you know, all this information and we would not get any likes on it. Oh, <laughs> it would be like one or two. But then when I would talk about, it would be like, you know, get up, put your hair in a bun, grab that coffee and, you know, walk to your fridge or whatever. It's like, it's just stupid stuff, but it was like fun, lighthearted stuff. And next thing you know, those, those were the posts that would blow up and you guys loved and I still appreciate it. And you know what? I'm doing that, that this month, Mm -hmm. you guys are going to see a lot of funny stuff. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not great at humor. Linda is. So I've been looking through her memes that she has saved (laughs) and looking at, you know, some funny stuff. Oh, there's thousands. Um, Oh yes. There's thousands. You should see the new ones. I could imagine. I I could just imagine. So we're bringing, we're doing things differently. We had a system before and you know what? And I still do because I have OCD when it comes to this kind of stuff. So I am still organized, but we're, we're really getting into it this year and it's going to be more lighthearted. It's going to be fun. Um, We have some new staff members that I really can't wait to introduce to you guys. Um, And they're going to be like Carissa. She starts uh, next week. So she's available and um, she's absolutely incredible. She has so much experience. Margot, I'm excited to introduce you guys to her, reintroduce you guys to everyone because, you know, throughout the year in the pandemic, a lot of our therapists have done, you know, a lot of, they've been reading, they've been researching, they've been working their butts off, um, you know, in order to bring you guys the most relevant information and the most important information. So I'm really excited to share them with you. Um, there's so many great things that are going to happen this year. I'm, I'm remaining positive. I'm starting this year out on a positive note. <laughs> so I'm excited. Aww. Well, see, that's wonderful. It's good that you can have that mindset because I did have someone mm-hmm. the other day asking me, you know, how do I differentiate toxic positivity from simply being, mm-hmm. trying to be positive? And I said, you're asking the person that keeps an itemized list of things her husband's done wrong. <laughs> I said, this is, it's hard. This is how I, how I handle when, like upsetting things happen, I acknowledge them and I put mm-hmm. words to it and I go, wow, 
this makes me cranky. Wow, I'm actually really reacting harshly to this. Isn't this interesting? I approach it with curiosity and it just, it's so effective. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. Well, we just posted an article too through um, uh, Kelly Mental Health Foundation and it was um, Kelly Hallinan. She just, uh, she wrote an article. It was how to win. And we got a lot of feedback on that too, because win, like right away, you think about, you know, win what like a fight or you know how, like how do I win in this you know argument or whatever and it wasn't even about that it was really reflecting on you know um when you or or the statement of I feel and then I need and so it's like kind of like the acronym of win right so it's a really interesting article um that talks about you know really recognizing your feelings and and your emotions and communication and stuff so again if you guys have a chance to you know take a look at that please do because these articles are absolutely incredible. I love them. I learned so much from, from the entire team. Um, and I think that they're going to be really helpful for what we're going through. Even if you don't think that, you know, even if you don't think you're going through something, I've opened up like the Kelly magazine blog page and I've like looked at like older articles and I'm like, Oh, and then it, you know, jogs my memory. And so then I start reading and I learn, you know, more about what, I, I went through in that like the, in that specific scenario right so it's definitely mm-hmm. helpful so we got lots of good stuff coming at you guys so and I like I like the win one I, I use that quite that, a bit actually. I've good never heard of that I uh I was really attracted to the article and I was trying to find a good time to kind of you know place that and to share that with our communities so I think it fits in really well right now in a starting a new year and everything and so yeah so to summarize, <laughs> uh, Linda, final thoughts of our holiday update and catch up. Uh, oh, my God. The memes are so bomb. <laughs> I don't know how many more it is what it is that got left oh, in me. We'll have some good ones at you. I, I, we'll have some, we have some good stuff coming at you guys. It's going to be fun. I'm going to put up a photo album on my Facebook of all the 2020 memes that I saved. And just to remind you, I mean, not only was Australia burning, but (laughs) (laughs) it's just like right back from January 2nd of last year, how it was just chaos after chaos, chaos, like a crisis, crisis, crisis. And, you know, after a while, everybody just stops Mm -hmm. caring. And that's when it's so important to do exactly what you are doing and bring it back Mm -hmm. home and shut off for a while of things that you have zero control over that ultimately probably won't affect your life, but is adding to your stress. Just let mm-hmm. that go. Focus on the here, the now, the people that actually are, are texting you or the people that you want to text and reach out to. Make a phone call. If you got a Christmas gift from someone you didn't expect, send them a letter in the mail. Oh, that'd be so crazy. <laughs> that'd be so neat to receive like an actual, hey, thank you for doing this yeah. for me in the mail. That would be really cool, actually. I actually like that idea. Yeah, I'm going to make my son sit down and force him to write some thank you. <laughs> there <everybody>. you go. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, again, thank you guys so much for joining us. Um, This episode, we just wanted to keep it fun and lighthearted. And I just honestly miss Linda and I really wanted to catch up with her. (laughs) So I'm glad that we got to talk about a few things. And uh, I'm excited to share with you guys. We have a few more episodes coming at you in the next few weeks. So and if you guys um, have any topics that you would like to hear about, learn about, even when it comes to the articles um, through the Kelly Mental Health Foundation, please, please contact us and um, 
yeah, we will try and help out whenever we can. So until next time, thank you so much, Linda. And we will talk to you guys later. Bye. Thank you.